Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. everybody and welcome to the kachat it's the only podcast brave enough to ask the question hey what's up with cars but not only is it the kachat right now it's also the kachat side roads which of course is the only sub-series of a podcast brave enough to ask the question hey what are we going to do while john is on paternity leave i'm lucas southworth and before we get to our incredible guests today i am so excited about this guest Uh, I did want to give you a quick update on John, who is not here, but next week will be, he he said, I quote John Bishop, being a dad isn't that hard, and I'm ready to do a podcast and it at the same time. Uh, He said, sorry to the other dads, but I'm different. So he's coming back. (laughs) Sorry. You're fine. Don't even worry about it. Uh, (laughs) He's coming back from his... Uh, paternity leave next week you'll hear the dulcet tones of john bishop on this very station in a week but for now i'm much more excited than i am for john coming back is today's guest i don't remember if i said i'm lucas southworth but i'll let today's guest introduce themselves ah hi everybody my name's emma and i'm here on the kachat and i cannot believe it oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. I don't even know what to do with myself right now. (laughs) I am so excited for y'all to meet my good friend, Emma. Uh, Emma and I went to college together and are very good friends. Honestly, just knowing Emma and her energy would have been good enough to get her on the podcast, quite frankly. (laughs) But there is a very special reason that Emma is on the podcast today. Besides that, because I said I was so excited, this would be the first time ever on the Kachat that I would say we've had an expert. Holy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Off to a fantastic start, I see. No problem at all. I am I'm blowing it already, y'all. <laughs> your one shot, your one chance at fame. I would say maybe John and I could be considered no, nah, I'm not going to toot my, our own horns like that. We're not experts. Go ahead. But... Yes, you are. Okay, You're the so... only podcast brave enough to ask the question, what's up with cars? You're I would think that right. you're I think you're an expert, Lucas. You know what? Sure. I'll take it. Uh but Emma is an expert uh on one cars land in sunny Anaheim, California. Do you want to tell the good people why that is? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um yeah, so I I'm a former Disneyland cast member. Um, that's Disneyland Resort in Anaheim, California, as Lucas said. 
Um, I wore many hats at the resort, but one of them was as a character host. So I have had the pleasure of hosting. I think I only hosted Lightning and Mater once, but I did do it. So I suppose that makes me an expert. I don't know. Hey, I haven't been to Cars Land. I know. I've been trying to get you out here for how long? I know. Uh, that's, that is, has always been a goal of John and I. I think the joke behind the the honk jar, we would put a dollar in every time I had to bleep a swear word and that would go to going to Cars Land. Oh, I'm well uh, aware about the honk jar and I have yeah. a feeling, unfortunately, I'm going to be adding quite a few dollars <laughs> into that because like I said before we started recording, I may be a Disneyland cast member, but you could not tell by my mouth. <laughs> no worries at all because... I'll tell you a secret. We don't actually contribute any money to any sort of jar. It's it's uh, it, it's all a lie. Insider it's, secrets. Yeah, I, I, uh, you're gonna you're gonna tell us every insider secret about Cars Land. That's not true. She's not gonna do that. So do I thought I'd give you <laughs> give you one of ours. Oh my gosh! But I guess let's see. I think the best way to start off would be just like. What is Cars Land? Like, that feels very basic, but like... No, because that's definitely a real question that I've had almost every time I've walked into Cars Land. <laughs> no, I've, I've got some, some like, some, with, like, maybe some different uh, emphasis on the words, that exact question is going to be later. But, but on just a, a surface level, it's a part of a theme park in california themed around the disney pixar cars franchise that's correct Uh, it is a it is a model of uh radiator springs although they don't call it radiator springs they call it cars land which i i we all go through a extensive (laughs) amount of training on each individual land and each individual area of the park which i think is really cool yeah and um (laughs) um cars land was obviously one of those uh lands that we went over and um there's a lot to it but for whatever reason they never mentioned why it's called cars land and not radiator springs even though it is definitely a replica of radiator springs no yeah quite frankly that's going to be (laughs) in my research i found that as well and that's going to be not a small amount of the episode uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense, right? I mean, like, there's a lot of things in the park that are, you know, raise questions, I would say, but maybe, maybe that would be the biggest one, especially for guests, too. It's not uncommon for us to get that question. Yeah, just because, like, all right, we're just going to dive into this. You understand, you're, you're smart people. You understand what a, a themed park is. We don't need to give you more context for Cars Land. I'm sure most of you have been to or seen Disneyland or Disney World in some context. It's a themed area. You walk through it. It's like you're in the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, one of the uh, first experiences I had, a uh, side uh, anecdote here, that I 
absolutely loved uh, from working in Cars Land was we would get about on the hour, we, just some some really cute little kid running in the middle of the street being like, this is where they shot the movie Cars! Oh, no. <laughs> oh that's incredible. Yep. Oh, my heart. That's, that's really good. It's so cute, but that's, I mean, that's what it looks like. It looks like you're in the movie. Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're doing little anecdotes, Liz and I have talked about, like, going to like when we finally can you know when traveling's not a a, uh oh whoopsie anymore oh yeah uh (laughs) going to to disneyland and specifically cars land and i think liz was like okay because liz loves planning disney trips just about more than anything in the world Mm -hmm. this i do know yeah (laughs) so she was like if for this hypothetical trip, she was like, ooh, let's plan like our itinerary for them. Mm-hmm. And I think I said, Liz, I need a full day in Cars Land. Uh, <laughs> and she said, well, I've been to Cars Land. You can kind of do it in like a half day or less. And I was like, you can do it in a half day or less. I will need, I will be there looking around every corner, like, peeking under mailboxes like (laughs) looking at every single detail every single detail not a thing can be missed i will be going on the rides multiple times just to try to get all the little cue easter eggs and stuff oh yeah of which there are many may i add i'm sure i i in part of my preparation for this i watched ride videos for all of the rides uh, so i caught, caught several of them Mm-hmm. Uh, and also I will be having a panic attack the whole time because it'll be just too much for my simple brain, but that's beside the point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Radiator Springs racers. I'm sure we'll get into that at some point in the episode, but yeah, that, uh, it's a good ride. It's really, really well done, but it is quite overwhelming. <laughs> First, I do want to dive into just what cars land is. Yeah. Cause I think John and I have talked about it a little bit. Yes, from what I recall, a little bit. Yeah, because like we, I think we just, uh, not both of us were like, we haven't been there, so we can't do a great job of this, but we want to do it a little bit. And we were also caught on the fact that it's Radiator Springs, but it's not. And I don't know, man. And I, you could say this about pretty much any any of the themed lands that are like themed around you are stepping into a place like Galaxy's Edge, the World of Pandora, and Animal Kingdom, Avengers Campus. Yeah, yeah. Is okay. Right off the bat, is what Disney wants you to think. It is the story they are selling. When you cross this line, you are in in this place you are in radiator springs and i know it's not called radiator springs but like of course yes yes that is that is the that's definitely what they're going for i believe so everything in disneyland everything in disney world um is not only designed around what you're visually seeing and like the way that things look it's also very specifically designed around how you interact with the story. Mm-hmm. So they're effectively, when you enter Radiator Springs, effectively, you are a car. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Eff- 
effectively, the idea is, is that you're seeing it from the perspective of the cars, which do exist in the land, Mater, Lightning, and I believe Red uh, exist as characters that you could meet and greet with. Um, there's another one that I'm not remembering that has does a show. Does Cruz hang around there Cruz as well? does, yes. Yeah. Cruz is... Um, Cruise is a more recent addition, naturally. But uh, there's a show that they do. It's one of the cars in the first movie that put Mac to sleep. Uh, it's the delinquent road hazards. The music one? No, the blue. Yeah, the blue one. Uh, DJ. DJ yeah, is his name. Yeah, that's his name. It's called DJ Dance and Drive. There's a... <laughs> <laughs> there's a... Uh, there's a road... Like a middle of the uh, intersection... Like blue, cute little dance party that they do. So there are characters from the from the films that are around to see. But additionally, uh, they the designers, the Imagineers at Disney, um, specifically put a lot of things in a such a perspective that it does appear that you are a car. Um, one of the main things that I can think of that leads me to this conclusion <laughs> is that one of the first things they point out uh, in Cars Land that's actually pretty easy to miss um, is that there are no curbs anywhere. <laughs> mm. Because why would there be, right? Yeah. If you're a car in Cars Land, why would there be curbs? There's no point in having them. So um, there are they don't exist anywhere. Are are there sidewalks? Or- there are not really. It's oh. kind of, it's just a road, really. Um, I mean, that makes perfect sense, yeah. There are driveways, like, into the Cozy Cone, there's a driveway to get in. Um, sure. There's driveways to get into flows. Uh, there's one for Sarge's Surplus, things like that. But there aren't any, it's really just a road. There are no sidewalks or curbs, because why would there be? There's no humans in Cars Land, which, mean, which means, dun, 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 you're a car when you go into Cars Land. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Right? Uh, so, okay. So, okay. <laughs> I know, that's a lot of information. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, this does lead into another question I had. Even if the guest has been transmogrified into a car or at least you know have are supposed to be uh they're seeing things from the perspective of the cars yeah there are like even discounting the guests there are lots and lots of cast members there oh yes um there are different cast members for every you know there's there's actually a a lot of food in cars land that's actually really good i don't know why California Adventure decided, you know what we're going to make? The absolute bomb.com, the Cars Land food. Everywhere else is also good. But here, why is it so good? I'll never understand it. <laughs> but it, like, yeah, there are lots of cast members um, because there are three rides in Cars, Cars Land. Um, and then there's all of the, um, all of the different characters, um, you know, individual, like, businesses are also open along the the main drag there so mm-hmm. lots of cast members around okay you you may see where i'm going with this if the guests are seeing things from the perspective of a car for all intents and purposes when they step into cars land they become a car sort mm-hmm. of is there an explanation for the tens maybe hundreds of human cast members 
Well, that's actually a really good question that I have never thought about <laughs> until literally right now. Um, which I'm sure I'm going to say so much this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. I suppose that because they are an intricate part of the land, they're just citizens of Radiator Springs, I suppose. So maybe they are cars too. I'm not sure. But, um, okay. you know, maybe it's supposed to be kind of the way that you're like an outsider coming into this, you know, kind of podunk town a little bit. Kind of the way that Lightning did in the first movie. Maybe it's supposed to be like that. I'm not really sure. Yeah, okay. That's my best guess right there is that they're effectively citizens of mm-hmm. of the land. Which is true for a lot of other places in Disneyland and California Adventure, too. Especially, like, Galaxy's Edge. Like, those cast members are citizens of Batu. They're not, um, they don't, they're, they're immersed in the land much more than others, I would say. Now, I think this was literally John and I's theory when we talked about it. Alright, here we but go. I'm, I'm gonna run it by you, and for anyone who doesn't remember probably me also so i'm probably going to be saying something vaguely different i think the conclusion we came to or at least a conclusion a possibility was that specifically because it's called cars land and not radiator springs Mm -hmm. i think what we but it's also supposed to like have canonically that is the real lightning mcqueen that is the real Red, the fire truck, Cruz Ramirez, Mater, etc. Of course they are, yeah. I think what we what we decided was that when you step into Cars Land, what happens is you're still stepping into the Cars verse, uh, if you will. Sure. <laughs> you're not stepping into Radiator Springs. You're in fact stepping into a recreation of Radiator Springs that it has been. Be, that has been made into a theme park almost like did you ever go like on a field trip to like an old fort or something when you were like how they have people like walking around like ah, i'm going to go milk a cow and everything mm-hmm. yeah i went to like williamsburg and stuff like that as a little kid yeah like exactly like that so like you're still being transported into the cars first you still are potentially being turned into a car and or these cast members are all representative of cars, but because it's called cars land, you're even though you're going to the cars verse, you're still going to a theme park inside the cars verse is I think what we decided. Holy God. That is the most <laughs> meta thing I've heard. Yeah, it is. Uh, Holy God. I mean, you know, that's definitely possible. Uh, I would say probably, you know, I think since the parks kind of ask you to have a little more faith in the in the story, mm-hmm. possibly that may be an over th- <laughs> that might be overthinking, which I don't want to accuse you of. Me on the Cars podcast, I know, never, never. But <laughs> I think you know the idea of Disneyland and the Disney parks is it asks you to put aside like so much. What am I, what is the phrase I'm thinking of? Suspend your disbelief. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. That was really difficult. Anyway, since they're asking you to suspend disbelief so much, I think that 
you know, I think that would make sense why it's called Cars Land, but maybe, I don't know, man. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh my god, I think that they may be asking you to suspend disbelief to the point where maybe that is a little bit of a stretch. You might want to, you might want to, you might want to stretch before you reach that far. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, like, l- l- let me tell you, I, Lucas, know that the story of Cars Land is you step in and you're like, yeah, it's Radio Springs. Cool. It's like in the movie. Yep. And like, that's, that's it. But I don't know. They decided to call it Cars Land. So I get to have a little bit yeah, of fun on my Cars you know, podcast. Yeah. It's just, it's absolutely bananas why they didn't just call it Radiator Springs. It, it, it's just like, I agree with you fully because like Radiator Springs has name recognition. It's you know, so like, odd. It's one of the very few guest questions that I got regularly that I could not answer. There are so I can't even begin to tell you how many questions, how many niche things that you just kind of have to know as a Disney cast member um, because of the amount of interest and people who are huge fans of one very particular movie or all of the movies sometimes um, that just fall under the Disney umbrella. But you have to know, you have to have a lot in your back pocket in order to answer a lot of questions and um that was one of them regularly that i would get that i could just straight up could not answer it was too i don't know the answer so i mean i (laughs) that theory is my is the best one that we've got so far believe it or not i i think i think you do know your answer now is what we're getting to uh Mm -hmm. and that's what emma said and that's what she meant by saying that so Uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but let's get right into the rides. I'm so excited to get uh, into the I, rides. I will say the rides in Carsland are really fun. Like I really enjoy them. No, yeah, I like I said, I watched those ride videos of them, and like I'm not a as big of a theme park person as Liz, but sure. like I was watching them, and I was like, this does seem like just a lot of fun to be pulled around by a baby tractor or whatever. They're just like. <laughs> good freaking time like those (laughs) those rides are just a really good time and the first one i want to talk about is just to go ahead and get it out of the way yep uh is one that isn't there anymore yeah i know what you're talking about (laughs) yeah i don't know if i'm sure you know about it either way i don't know if this was were you ever there while luigi's flying tires was there i was not a cast member but i did ride it Mm. I was there as a guest well before I was a cast member and I I did write it and it without being rude I'll say <laughs> <laughs> I do understand why they got rid of it yeah that's that's kind of uh what I read about a little bit yeah. <laughs> but I do want to give a little context for this ride because just like purely mechanically what it is discounting whatever issues people may or may not have had with it does seem like a really cool idea for a ride. Oh yeah, it was very innovative. It was very, if it had worked, it would have been really cool. Yeah. But go uh, ahead, you t- tell the people. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like the basic idea was basically they turned a big stretch of like land into a giant air hockey table by having lots and lots and lots of little vents. And then you got to sit on a tire and be the puck on an air hockey table. 
Yeah, it's effectively like a really big bumper cars. Yeah. Uh, but you weren't a car, you were a tire. Yes. <laughs> Wild that there is a ride that exists in the bumper car. It's bumper cars as Cars Land, but they didn't do bumper cars. They did bumper tires. But I guess I get it because they're people and they would be just hurting each other. Well, yeah, I think I that's, got there. that's carnage. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the grand scheme of the Cars universe, having bumper cars just seems like just absolutely brutal <laughs> to have as something as an attraction that you can just willingly go to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they do the the like demolition derby crazy eights and Cars 3, but like they those sure are do. like grizzled adults yeah it's definitely like it's it's a different vibe than just being like let's go have fun smashing up some cars in cars land question mark <laughs> yeah i i i understand why they don't do it yeah, now. It, uh, it, it didn't work for there's a clear reason why it was tires instead of cars <laughs> and also you could you controlled the tire by just leaning like distributing your body weight would make it go which also seems like a really really cool idea you know that's a fantastic way to describe it because most people who have ridden the ride myself included would describe it as trying to drive it with your butt <laughs> Mm. Now that's... <laughs> you don't really lean you kind of scoot around it's Ooh. very weird <laughs> and and difficult and the mechanics didn't quite work so I, yeah, yeah I, i've heard that oftentimes there were giant clumps of tires from which you couldn't escape but <laughs> diving into this ride yeah uh, we we i know we just said oh it makes sense that they're tires bumping into each other instead of cars right but also they are tires. Yeah, does it make sense? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I've I've done some research, and I'll go ahead and and toss it to the uh, unnamed wiki quote of the day segment of, oh, the, hell of yeah. the week. Here we go, baby. This is what I was waiting for. <laughs> we are going over to worldofcarsdrive.fandom.com slash wiki slash Luigi's flying tires, and on it. This has quotations around it, so I imagine this was an officially released, like, story of the ride at some point. And I would just like to read to you, but it's, it's a little lengthy, but I think it's worth reading the whole thing here. You know, uh, I'd really like to know, since I don't know what the canonical story of the ride is. I do know the other three, but I absolutely do not have, I couldn't even begin to guess about this one, to be honest. Well, it's... It's simple, Emma, I'll tell you. Uh, Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> it starts, What's the story behind the mysterious flying tires? No one knows their secret for sure, but the tradition of the Festival of the Flying Tires back dates back to the 1930s, when Luigi's uncle Topolino ordered a shipment of the Fettuccini Tire Company's new, I'm gonna butcher this, Cuschino de Aria tires. To the amazement of the residents of Topolino's small Italian village, when the tires were unloaded, they began to mysteriously float off the ground and gracefully move, move around as if they were dancing. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> to celebrate this miraculous event, the villagers put up festive banners, balloons, and bunting. With the addition of some traditional Italian music, the Festival of the Flying Tires was born. Uh, and then it goes on to say Luigi and Guido just brought it over from uh, Italy. Mm -hmm. uh, and when they ordered the tires, yeah, they floated in Radiator Springs too. So boom, what bam, bam, we're in. absolutely bonkers story. <laughs> the story is just, 
Yeah, these tires fly for some reason. I don't know, man. <laughs> Your guess is as good as ours. Does that have some... I don't want to get too deep into this. Sure. But I'm about to, because the only other flying car character that we know of is Mater. <laughs> so <laughs> how does that work? Is that, Are I'll... they inferring that somehow Mater's godlike powers... <laughs> That we have, that you, not we, you sure. have established on this program. <laughs> that you have no association with. <laughs> not just uh, that. <laughs> are, are, is that, I don't even know what my question is, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm so glad you said that because literally that was my exact first thought. Oh, I've been listening. <laughs> uh, was... In UFM, Unidentified Flying Mater, the Mater's <laughs> Tall Tale, he was taught how to fly by the little UFO. And he was he just sure like, was. yeah, I can just do this. And it's never expanded upon whatsoever. So far be it from me to go against my, not Emma's theory, that Mater has godlike abilities. But maybe Mater just got, he got his tires mixed up and he got a pair of uh, Cuskino de Aria tires from uh, Fettuccini Tire Company on accident, and now he can fly, and that's fine because these tires can fly, and that's fine now, because the tires can fly. Now I will add that these tires are giant. <laughs> they are giant. <laughs> they There's have a... to be because they're. I mean, you know. They're they're also ride vehicles, so they fit two people. So these tires that float or fly or whichever word we're using do in fact also fit no yeah. car ever unless there are such things as giant cars. <laughs> yeah, like maybe like some big, big construction equipment. Because again, I, I watched the video uh, I also watched a ride video of this de- now defunct ride. Yeah, uh, them things and, are big. <laughs> yeah, they gotta fit folks on them. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. like two full-grown adults sitting next to each other. So yeah, I didn't fully think that one through. You're absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> Which just but... is bananas because that really just opens. One thing I will say that I adore about Cars Land is that creates so many more questions than it answers in every in every turn <laughs> every way shape and form oh yeah we haven't even scratched the surface man yeah we, we have <laughs> we have not even begun to cars to cars land yet oh god bless it i don't even know how much we can say about the flying tires because like wild implications but like it's kind of open and shut like there are tires that fly in the cars first this affects things but i don't know i don't know how people (laughs) seem fine with it somehow somehow it really just kind of escapes right like it's it just really like flies right under i hate myself for saying but it does it flies under the radar in just this really 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 special way that only cars land can create and it's phenomenal way to answer so many less questions than it creates. 
Yes, absolutely. So I think we're honest to God, good to move on. I'm sure John and I will come back every once in a while to, oh, they're flying, they're canonically just tires that fly and dance. Oh, please uh, do. But, <laughs> but for now, I think that's about all we can say about please them. Please do. They, they exist. Well, uh, if we're moving on to the next ride in that area. Go for it. Which, whose name is escaping me. Is it the one that is, that replaced it correct luigi's rollickin roadsters thank you i do believe this is and she will correct me because i'm sure she can hear me uh liz's favorite attraction in cars land because the cars dance and she thinks it's very funny she likes it a lot it's awfully cute i actually i really like that ride it's really fun It's a trackless ride where you are sitting in one of the cars um, from Luigi's family and they dance like in the second Cars movie, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. They go to Luigi and Guido's hometown and there's a big festival. Yep. And they have, they do a nice little dance and it is just really cute. (laughs) You did mention... You did mention my biggest issue with this ride already. Not issue, question. You do sit in the car. You do. Um, most of them also have luggage on the back of them. Um, huh. Yeah, now what well, they got not all most. of them, but some of them. Yeah, right? And it's like a human-sized luggage, too. <laughs> hmm. Okay, but right you off do the sit bat. In, yeah, well, yeah, that's that's neither here nor there, because that just... Like I said, more, more questions than answers, but... <laughs> Yes, you do sit inside of the cars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right off the bat, I can see a potential answer to this. Okay. And I don't know that this is the official one or not. I could see that the theming of the ride is that for the ride, you are that car. You are not sitting in the car. Again. That would be correct. Okay. Uh, that that's, That is what you're being asked to uh, to believe. And I'm fully willing to... Except, like, because, like, this podcast has to, like, follow some sort of code of, like, we've got to respect the story they are telling. Sure. Like, we we can't, we can and probably do and probably will uh, (laughs) do things like, I don't care what the story is. You're a human sitting in a car when you shouldn't be able to. Right. But, like what the whole point of the podcast is we are unpacking the story they're telling. So I'm, I'm willing to to look past it at least for now. Maybe when John's back, he'll force me to not accept it. <laughs> Good luck, John. Uh, it won't be that hard, quite frankly, uh, <laughs> but never mind. I take it back, John. <laughs> bad luck, John. So I, I'm willing to not get into that because that's also the case with, uh, what is it? Radiator Springs racers. Is that the title of it? That's correct. Technically, okay. it's also true for um, Oh Mater's Ride, which the name is escaping me again. It's been a very long time since I've been at Disneyland. <laughs> You're totally fine. I only know them because I literally have them pulled up. Mater's yeah. Junkyard Jamboree. Thank you. Uh, you're also, you're not sitting in the tractor, but you're sitting in the hitch for the tractor. Yeah, they're they're pulling you behind them in, in, a, in a thing, yes. yes. But... Kind kind of getting into Mater's Junkyard Jamboree because there's a subject about both of these I want to talk about a little about bit about both uh, Luigi's Rock and Roadsters and Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. And now that I think about it a little bit, Flying Tires as well. But in 
and just to give you some context, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, there are a bunch of baby tractors. You sit in the thing behind them and they go and they sort of whip you back and forth. And it's good fun. It's kind of like one of those egg scrambler rides at the at the fair. Yeah. Yeah, it's like one of those. It's it's really fun. You get whipped around and you don't know where you are. And that's the whole thing. And Mater sings a real good uh, yeehaw song. He also uh, does the uh, safety instructions for the ride, which means he also does them in Spanish. <laughs> yes, I. that is a tiny detail I did want to bring up because in the ride video, they did the full cue and I did get to hear M- Mater speaking Spanish, period. That, that's worth the price of admission right there, folks. Damas y caballeros. <laughs> It's it's really it it sounds exactly how you expect it to sound is what I'd say. Bienvenidos uh, para todos. Yes, yes, thank you, Emma. That's uh, what it sounds like. I heard yep. that for a full day, nine five one day, because we stand right next to it. That's where the meet and greet is. But the the sort of story of that one, and correct me if I'm wrong, is like you're at a hoedown sort of, and the tractors are kind of dancing. Yeah, dancing. Okay, yes, that would I, that's accurate. It's very interesting to me that counting Luigi's flying tires, three out of the four like rides in Cars Land have been themed around cars, tractors, or tires dancing. It's true. I didn't actually think about that. Yeah, like that's that's just like <laughs> to, to get a little I don't know pompous. I guess it it speaks to something in the cars culture almost to me that like. I don't know, dance seems to be maybe more important than we gave it credit for, that what they are putting forth for people to do in this, in, as they visit Radiator Springs or Cars Land uh, is dance and learn like the traditional hoedown dance, the traditional Italian car dance, or join this festival of like a flying dancing tire. I, I don't know, that's... Yeah, that's one of those things that like feels very interesting to me that I could see our listeners not actually thinking is that interesting. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just probably Imagineers being. I, I can't even imagine how difficult the Imagineering job is in order to like create. Yeah, kind of like this is this is a separate world that we're asking you that we're inviting you into, and we're asking you to see these see these characters in their in their home or in an extension of their home in term in the case of Luigi and Guido who obviously are from Italy but um yeah you know <laughs> there it's asking you for sure you know like to kind of meet you halfway with with understanding the culture of the cars i mean it's their world you're just visiting yeah like it feels almost <laughs> Like, I think what I was describing earlier about, like, how I feel like I would need a full day, maybe more, in Cars Land is, like, it feels almost anthropological to me. It of- kind of is. I think it's, I'll, I'll, I think it's funny. One of the most, um, people, people get on Galaxy's Edge for being, like, one of the most themed areas in the park, but it's interesting because... Carson kind of is too a little bit, but it's only yeah. because it's you know it's really asking you to step into an entirely different place. <laughs> yeah, and this is definitely going to sound like me tooting my own horn, but like I feel like the way I feel about the opportunity to go to Cars Land is like how 
uh, like a professor of like ancient Greek uh, would feel about being able to like spend a day in ancient Greece. That is incredible. And I absolutely love it. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like every single detail, like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't know where to start. I, I like I said, I would have a full panic attack of like crippling indecision and over being overwhelmed of like, I, I, there's so much I've got to start somewhere. It's very detailed. Man, very, I gotta very, get out there. very detailed. <laughs> All right. Let's see. With Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. One, this is just a detail I noticed uh, in the in the ride video. Mm-hmm. Is that in the queue there, you see like different hoods of Mater from Mater's Tall Tales. Like you see his... Uh, his daredevil one, I think it's Mater the Greater, and you see a couple more. Yeah, they're they're all there. Which, just a real quick point, we already believed that Mater's Tall Tales actually happened in our canon. That's just another point in their favor, baby. Hey. You can't <laughs> take it away from me that Mater has canonically time traveled. Oh, I'm I'm fully with you there. Oh no, I I was telling non-existent listeners who. Y'all never like argue with me. I don't know why I get adversarial sometimes, but we have the proof. We do. It's in the pudding, as they say. Well, it's in the queue for Major's Junkyard Jamboree. But speaking of uh, queues, um, did you at all look into the Luigi's Rock and Roadsters queue? Uh, I like I said during the ride video went through it, uh, and you go through what is it? Casa del Tires? Is that what yep. their store is called? Yep, yeah. you go through Casa del Tires. That seems cool. It is Man. cool. It's very fun. You get to see all of the tires. There are so many fantastic pasta and car related puns. <laughs> like fettuccine uh, tires is one of just a couple of them. The one other ones are escaping me, but um, there's like different like bureau like stickers and stamps and stuff like that. It's really cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh I think the white wall tires specifically are called Fettuccine Alfredo. Like the the company is Fettuccine, the specific yes. tire is Alfredo. Which I believe you're right. Moi, perfect. Love I, it. Absolutely zero mention of giant tires. Yeah, got it. Man, I wonder where those went. <laughs> you know, I just. <laughs> <laughs> They're I big really, tires, and they could really fly. Didn't tell and, you. and I know I said we could not talk about that anymore but they are big tires and they could just fly they really can and there's nothing we can do about it. there's nothing we can do about it. they're canonically giant flying tires maybe sentient because they do a dance tires uh in the cars sentient to the extent that they can only be limited to the movement of your butt controlling them. <laughs> hey man the story says that they dance, so they dance. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the tires can dance, and that's pretty cool. I wish I could dance as well as a tire. <laughs> G- going on to the final ride in Cars Land. Let's gr- drive. Let's drive right into. I didn't like that. Uh, the big one. The big one, baby. It's Radiator Springs Racers. Such a good ride. The big takeaway i've had from this episode is man i want to go to cars land but it does seem so cool (laughs) it's a great time like really truly 
that ride is so cool. The mechanics of it are so intricate. I don't. I, I know you've seen the the ride the ride video, so you have some idea of how like everything that goes down. But it's so cool to get to ride through the story. It's so cool. It man, it does seem like it. I think I read that it's the same system they use for Test Track in Epcot. I would not know. I have not been to Epcot. I haven't been to Disney World. It, it's a hoot and a half, let me tell you. They're, they got giraffes there. Uh, <laughs> but nice. I have written Test Track, and I like Test Track a lot. Uh, but I could be wrong about that also. Who knows? I, I, I don't have real facts. I'm a Cars podcast, man. <laughs> but... What is the story, I guess, of Radiator Springs Racers? So basically, you you are in, well, you're riding in the car, but we'll say that you are a car driving through the story, <laughs> just, just to make things simple. Um, and you start off, and you're driving uh, through the, like, um, the pretty area that Sally and Lightning are driving through on their little date drive or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you come across the waterfall, which is so awesome, by the way. Like, the video does not capture it. Yeah. Um, and then, all of a sudden, you're just in driving through Radiator Springs. You get stopped by Sheriff at one point. Mac almost runs you over. Uh, <laughs> Wholesome fun. Yeah, you know. You go through a whole bunch of fun little moments with most of the car's characters, until finally you race another car that has also gone through the same path, basically. There's one part of the ride that splits into two different areas, and you kind of get shuffled as to which one you're going to go to. Um, You get fixed up for the race, basically, in one part of the ride, and either you go to um, Ramones and you get a paint job, or you go to Casadilla Tires and you get new tires. Um, and so that's how they split the cars into two, like, lines, and all of a sudden, there you are, and you go, and you, and then it becomes an actual roller coaster, and you race, and one car does win, and the other one, (laughs) and then you, uh, meet Lightning and Mater, and they say, good job, and that's the ride. (laughs) Nice. Yeah! It's so fun! One, just from the, the ride video, uh, it does seem like just a lovely little survey of, like, Hey, you're hitting all the points. You you get to see one Radiator Springs at night. In case you don't aren't at Cars Land at night, you get to see it sort of all lit up with the neon. From what I remember, mm-hmm. that's correct. Uh, you you get to see some of the uh, scenic vistas, as you described. The waterfall looked pretty cool in the video, but I believe you that is even cooler in person. Oh yeah, it's really really awesome. I, I do like that. Just part of part of the sort of story of going to radiator springs is like hey you can get the full package you can come here and participate in a race it's 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 the home of lightning mcqueen the home of probably now cruz ramirez i think canonically yes i believe so and like all of these great racers this is where the hudson hornet lived for so many years i i don't know i think that's just good theming that i think folks would go there who are racing enthusiasts or like wannabe amateur racers to as sort of like almost like a pilgrimage of like this is where Lightning McQueen like sort of this is what he credits 
for like his return in his rookie season uh, and all that and like his success afterwards. I, I don't know. I think that's good theming. It's a good job. Yeah, I think it's really cool that there are so many things that you can, you know, the, that the ride allows you to go in and experience one of the one of the main parts of the movie, you know, one of like the biggest points of the movie, which is, you know, the racing aspect, as well as also getting to go through and see a lot of characters in that ride, see a lot of characters in the actual land itself. Um, yeah, I think it's really neat the way that they have incorporated pretty much every aspect of, you know, that, that story into one really, it's really a hallway. It's not huge, (laughs) um, into one pretty, pretty small stretch of land. So it's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it. I will say, uh, you mentioned the neon. There is a neon, uh, ceremony every night in Cars Land that is one of the nicest things I have ever experienced. <laughs> they play the Shaboom song and all, and all the neon comes on very slowly, like in the movie, and it is just the cutest thing I've ever seen. And it's something that I don't like missing if I'm there as a guest, because it's mm. just very, very pleasant. <laughs> Man, that's... I, I've known for a while that I've crossed over, like, part of me was like, and still is, I'll be honest, like, ironically doing this Cars podcast. But, like, I've come to appreciate these movies quite a bit, honestly. And that does, that does sound cool. <laughs> it it really cool. is. It's, it all it's, sounds really cool. <laughs> it's one of those, like, there are so many things that are, like, hidden where if you happen across it, that is some Disney magic that you have experienced. And holy crap, does it feel good to happen upon that. And the shaboom the 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 neon moment is so cool like and i think it's really fun to look for those around the park too not only in cars land but just knowing that they exist and that you just never know when you'll find them it's so so fun it sounds like it man i got to get out there <laughs> you uh, really do we'll have a day <laughs> that would be great man i would absolutely love that yeah before before we wrap up, we are getting there. Uh, oh, my <laughs> uh, <heart>. <laughs> I know. I do want to get into uh, the sort of non-ride aspects of the park. Uh, specifically, I have like one or two in mind. There are obviously several. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about the cozy cone. Okay. <laughs> because in the movies, it's a motel. But it in the sure park, is. it's a food place. Yes, every individual cone serves a different type of food. One, cool. Uh, <laughs> two, is there like an in-universe or a story explanation for what the transition to that was? You know, I think there was at one point that I learned, but I absolutely do not remember it. Because that is something that I definitely have answered a question to more than once. Especially since that is the outside of the cozy cone, basically outside of Sally's office, um, is where Lightning and Mater meet. And Red, on occasion, and Cruz and Ramirez, um, they all meet there. So whenever they're out in a boot, in a boot um, <laughs> that's, that's where they are. So I definitely, definitely knew at one point what the 
answer to that question is, but I, I'm so sorry. I can't think of what it is right now. <laughs> no worries whatsoever. I'm gonna give it a guess for like obviously a not the real answer please do my guess i think it'd be something simple like i don't we don't need to go into like my meta theory about (laughs) uh it being a theme park even in the cars first uh but i think it's as simple as sally knew that there were going to be a lot of guests but not ones that were going to be staying the night so she being like Sally is always shown as, like, she puts the town absolutely first. Yeah, she's hospitality forward. She would be like, oh, well, it would make the most sense if these aren't going to be used as rooms. People gotta eat. Bada bing, bada boom. I think you're right. Well, also, every cone sells something in them that is cone-themed. Because why wouldn't it be? Um, You know? There's ice cream cones. There's the pop cones instead of popcorn um one of them is has like a like a it's like a pretzel or like a dough like like some kind of bread dough that has like mac and cheese or like chili in it or stuff like that it's really good i told you the food in cars land is so good for no freaking reason zero but it's incredible um that's an, another thing like when i was having my conversation with liz about like i need to spend a full day there uh yeah the food, uh, the food is dope for no reason <laughs> yeah like i i was i i need to try every restaurant like i yeah there's a um i think i texted you this at one point at flows you can get a cheeseburger because of course you can yes yes i know but the yeah the cozy cone is they're like individual i mean they're all collective they're all you know in the same area but they're all effectively individual um little snack shacks nice yeah i'm sorry i need to stop for one second because beans is absolutely insisting on walking on my keyboard (laughs) Let me, a guest appearance by my cat, Beans. Um, Let me just get her out of the room really quick. Man, while you are gone, I will comment on the fact, you may still be able to hear me, I don't know, that, man, Beans is a good name for a cat. Fantastic name for a cat. Beans? Yes. Go on, honey. Go on. Okay, good girl. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, I named her, you know why I named her Beans, right? Toe Beans? Is that... Because she has, yeah, she has extra toes, so yes, yes, she, I knew, I did know that. Yeah, she looks like she has little mittens, and she's also black, like a little black bean. So I named her Beans. Incredible. That's B E A N Z, by the way, for the people who don't care. <laughs> hey, you know, there's a good chance I'm going to feature Beans when I write the little episode description for this. Nice. And, you know, I'm sad she didn't meow. She has a very cute little meow. That's. <laughs> I've sort of hit everything I know about Cars Land. So, and, and I've I've been ha- attempting at least to hand you the wheel at several points, but I want to fully just right here at the end hand you the wheel entirely. What have I missed? What is there anything that you're like, "Hey, the listeners got to know that this is a thing." Uh they got to know that in the line of this there's this stuff like any anything like that if there isn't anything that's also fine. Sure, sure. Um there's a couple things that I can think of. 
one of my favorite ones that is such a conversation. If we don't have time for it, that's totally fine. <laughs> I'm I'm willing to go as long as you're willing to go. All right. All right. Um, one of my absolute favorite things about Cars Land is the Halloween theming. Oh, man. I knew about this and I didn't. Mm, yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. We have to talk about it. There's Yeah, it's really important, right? Yeah. It's just, it's really cute, first of all. They hang up tires and traffic cones to look like little eyes and, and fangs. There are uh, little, like, traffic cone pumpkins everywhere. It's awfully cute. Um, but one of the most bananas things that I can think of that is featured very heavily in, in Cars Land are, there's a zombie car. Which I think I've texted you about. Oh, um, man. And it's not just like... So first of all, one of the ways that they're featured... Um, one of the first things you see when you walk into Cars Land is a giant like garage like hangar kind of on your left. Mm-hmm. And they have movie posters that are like car pun uh, versions of movies. Some of which are Pixar movies. <laughs> no, yeah, that, um, that was our uh, Twitter header for a long time. Liz took a picture of that on her. Yeah, so you know. Um, and they change seasonally. So there are uh, Halloween ones. There are, like, scary car pun movies, which some I believe one of them is, like, a Night of the Living Dead kind of deal. And then um, they change it at Christmas time, too. There's, uh, instead of, they have, like, Christmas movies. And there's not a lot really that happens that's super interesting to talk about about the christmas theming though really the only thing is the leaning tower of tires turns into a christmas tree of tires that's nice yeah it's nice right it's cute um but just something that i know i've texted you about that still just blows my freaking mind is the there is a halloween decoration off to the side that is a model t that's crawling out of the ground. <laughs> and every time that you walk by it, there's a sensor where it tries yes. to restart. <laughs> Absolutely and incredible. And I saw that and I knew I had to tell you about it because I was like, Lucas, Lucas, this just implies that they bury their dead. It implies... Uh, it, 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 it's just a classic example of this freaking land being like hey here's a bunch of questions not a lot of answers (laughs) yeah it's just so bananas i can't even believe it they're just gonna put that there (laughs) like what the hell they bury their dead they do because that because that land is canon that's what they do like even if you can explain it as this even in the land is a decoration like, it has to be based on something. Like, even if we can't assume that zombies are real in the cars first, which, let me tell you, I'm going to assume it either way. Like, I have a feeling, I mean, like, it makes sense to me that they would have, like, cryptid creatures. Yeah. Because they've created them. <laughs> they know, yeah, they have a concept of them from, you know, like, the movie posters, and then also Mater is a cryptid creature. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but... One, we know factually ghosts exist in the cars first. They do, that is, yes. In the in the Radio Springs 500 and a half, Stanley's ghost is there, and that just happens. Yep, he force ghosts his way into existence. <laughs> it's incredible, and one of my favorite details of the cars first, because why would they do that? But, 
even if it was just a decoration, that still absolutely implies that they do bury their dead. Because why would, even if it was a decoration, even within the story of the land, like it, like why would the car be underground otherwise? Exactly. Exactly. They they would have to have the concept of that, and also in the Radiator Springs five hundred and a half. What if you haven't seen it, folks? It's it's a seminal talking point of this podcast. By this point, you gotta. <laughs> they go through get with the program, y'all. That wild just uh, spot in the forest where there are a bunch of broken down, d- dead cars, and there are graves. You can see in that scene. You can see in the foreground they pass graves. So you're absolutely right that they bury their dead and like It's just bananas. (laughs) Just absolutely just bananas. I can't think of another word for it. I don't, I just (laughs) Yeah, I mean we if it is just a real zombie. Well it does I think I mentioned this, it does there's a sensor on it so when you walk by it, it does try to restart. It makes sounds like like the engine trying to turn over and one of the, I think, like, one of the um, headlights tries to turn on. Like, it flickers. I mean, again, that's absolutely wild. But, like, I think we can assume that, like, yeah, that's a real zombie because ghosts are real. The the concept of undeath is a thing. Yeah, that's an, it's not just a decoration. It's an actual zombie. There's <laughs> just, just a real zombie. And they're fine with it. <laughs> it was like oh he yeah, don't worry he's not gonna be able to start he's, he's he does this every year yeah yeah you know gary just pops out of the ground every this year. guy can you believe him <laughs> yeah mater's over there in his vampire costume and uh lightning has a superhero costume i i did because I, <laughs> I i did like i completely blanked on the on the uh, Halloween decorations that they did. I did go and look at all the pictures of their costumes. We've talked extensively about Mater's va- vampire costume. I remember. I do remember. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm not going to make you say this, but I'll say he's it's not a costume. He just transmogrified into a vampire. Uh, <laughs> but I do kind of remember you saying that, actually. Yes. I, I do just kind of enjoy the fact that all of the costumes uh, just imply, like, Hey, Mater's a vampire, so yes, they have the concept of vampires. Uh, Lightning's a superhero; they have the concept of superheroes, so on. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Cruz is a pirate. Yes, Cruz is a pirate. Uh, Red is a clown. From what I uh, remember, yes, I think, and, and I, I think that's everybody that shows up around Radiator Springs regularly. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just kind of cool that we can say, like, oh no, yeah, they they know what pirates is. Like, we don't need to like. Be like, oh, well, maybe they didn't even have pirates. They did. Gru's knows what they are. Yeah. Yep. There's <laughs> nothing else to say. They exist. Cruz, hey, Cruz knows what they are. So uh, get off my back. <laughs> and somehow none of them are zombies, even though they know that they're not only, you know, that they exist, but they're they're real. You got anything else for us? Or you want to close her out? You know, I can't think of anything else oh well there's one other thing i'll leave i'll leave the um i'll leave the podcast with this uh disturbing fact um there's one (laughs) there's lots of there's lots of storefronts in cars land um one of which my very favorite is tucked away in a corner 
and it's called Mr. Curb Feeler. Now, what Mr. Curb Feeler does, I don't know, because as we have established in this podcast, there are no curbs in Cars Land. So what the hell is he feeling? (laughs) Yeah, okay. I've Googled the words curb feeler, because I've never heard those words in combination before in my life. Apparently, there was something that were on old cars that were basically like little whiskers for the cars that helped them find the curb when they were like parallel parking. But you're Lucas, absolutely there right. There are no curbs no, no, in Cars Land. I was getting there. there. You're absolutely right that those don't exist. We've been over this. So, so. what is he feeling? I just, no. it just seems real sus to me. <laughs> the fa- the Again. fact that he's. Feeler's not a good word to be in a name. Mr. Curb Feeler, and it's a storefront, so if you were to go into Mr. Curb Feeler's, what would happen? I don't know. (laughs) Okay, my guess is that... Okay. (laughs) I'm just Uh, saying, I don't want to infer anything, because I don't want to get in trouble, Lucas, but I also really need to know what the hell's going on in that storefront. (laughs) Okay. My tame guess for it. I don't think it's tame, but go right ahead. I don't either, but I'll do a tame one. Uh, Is that oftentimes in the Cars verse, there are things imported from like human world that like don't just make sense. Mm -hmm. Like, like there's a hearse and like, why is there a hearse? They don't need that. Uh, Why would they even understand the word for hearse? So I'm going to say curb feelers are a thing. They just don't know what curbs are. They just know that they're called curb feelers. All right. Now that's that's my official guess for now. All right. I think that that I think that's a wonderfully tame answer to a <laughs> potentially very dark. <laughs> yeah. No, my mind's going there, but I understand why we shouldn't do it with you on the podcast. Uh. Yeah. Feel free to to unpack that one. Oh, I do feel free. Uh. <laughs> I think that's just about a perfect place to uh, call it for tonight, folks. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this wonderful, wonderful episode of this podcast. And of course, of course, a big thank you to my good friend, Emma, for coming on here. Thank you so much. Genuinely, I had a blast. Thank you so much for taking me down this side road. I'm so happy to have been here. Good. I'm happy to hear it. If the people want to find you somewhere, is do you want to plug anything? Sure. I'm on most social media as at EMM the Brave. Sometimes I post Disney content. More often than not, I don't. Uh, so <laughs> if you know me, you can follow me. So I'm just going to throw that one out there and say, go right ahead. <laughs> and if you're curious, that's my face. Are you still doing your Etsy? I sure am. Thank you for mentioning that. I have an Etsy called Emma the Brave Shop. Um, That's my name, Emma the Brave, and then shop. Um, I do uh, cross-stitch and embroidery designs of many, many, many different character um, outfits, mostly princess dresses, but I also do custom orders. Um, And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you for mentioning that. I completely forgot that that was a thing. Oh, of course. I'm a great businesswoman, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll say uh, Liz ordered one and absolutely loves it. Has it hanging right by her bed. And Aww. I'm going to talk quiet now. I'm 
thinking about maybe getting her another one. So <gasps> be on the lookout for that. I for will. I will. Some sort of present. All right. I don't know if she can hear me, but that's fine. All can. right. That's fine. If you, like I said, I do like custom ones too. So if you don't see it on the website, uh, if you don't see it listed, there's a custom order button and uh, you can just put in what you would like the design to be and I will make it. Cool. Now for the rest of the outro stuff. I already said thank you. But you know what? I'll say it again. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I really appreciate it. It's a weird podcast I do, but you listen to it anyway, and that's cool. If you want to be a part of it, if you want to shape the flow of the Kachat by sending us questions and episode ideas and stuff, A, we need them so badly. Please do it. Uh, you can do so either at our email, which is thekachat at gmail.com, or you can follow us and tweet at us on our Twitter, which is at the Kachat. Both of those are all one word. There isn't a hyphen in there, even though there's a hyphen in our title. Now I'm going to do John stuff, which I think I've gotten a little bit better at. He says, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, but it's a podcast, so you can't do a lot of those things. Uh, if you can, please do them. Uh, <laughs> but I'll add... Please leave us a review if you can. Uh, a rating would be great. Uh, it just helps us grow. It helps us find fellow people who have burning questions about the Carsverse. Uh, and I think that's it. Oh, tell other people about it, please. Uh, that is it. Uh, until next time, I'm Lucas Southworth. And don't forget to float like a Cadillac. Do I get to say it? You get to say it. Ah, and sting like a beamer. Done. Perfect. <laughs>